Welcome to episode five of Smithably Speaking, a podcast where you can walk around in someone else's shoes for a while. Today is our last show in the Homeschooling High School series for now. We will revisit this topic when school begins in September so that we can check back in with our final plans and then again midway through the year to see how the plans have been working, at which point we'll be getting started with our second son planning his high school years. A lot has happened this past week, and I thought sending my kids to school for high school was a great idea at least a dozen times. It's not because we aren't enjoying this homeschooling gig, but honestly, I truly worry that my kids aren't working hard enough. I want to clear up a myth that homeschool kids are naturally good at learning that they're smarter and score higher on SATs across the board and are very mature and very kind. Now my three boys are incredibly bright. They also have big hearts and I'm always impressed at how polite they are in public and how much they love being around their friends. But their desire to learn school subjects is not inherent, which is why I just want to let them be free and roam through their own education. I know they're not the only homeschool kids who hate school, but some days it feels like I'm alone in this. Some days I do truly feel that we're the only family who aren't sending straight A students out into the world. So this feeling like we're schooling in a bubble hangs over me constantly. This is where my, am I doing enough question is born. But then we had to walk through the halls of the high school, the local high school to pick up a work permit for Rowan last week. And there were 16 and 17 year old kids sitting in the hallway with their notebooks stacked on the table in front of them, but staring down the hallway or chatting with other students walking by. Several students were waiting in line for two computers in the library, and there were other students decorating chalkboards or bulletin boards outside the guidance counselor's office. If I think I'm wasting time by letting my kids sleep in every morning, there is definitely time being wasted in high schools all across the country it's impossible to be soaking in knowledge for six hours straight. And remember back to your own high school experience. How many study halls did you have? How long was your lunch break? How often did your teacher roll in that blessed movie projector? Learning happens best in chunks, and it's not a daily six, one hour per subject ordeal. Last night, we were watching Zoo with the kids. Our 11-year-old told me exactly where Botswana was in Africa by drawing the map of Africa in the air. Did I teach him that? Nope. The curriculum I chose for geography did. Did I test him on that? I did not. He remembered it for whatever reason his brain decided to hang on to it. We are not going to remember everything that we're taught, but we can dive really deep into what we really want to learn. When you ignore writing for a week or two because you'd rather watch all the documentaries on World War II, that's natural learning. And that is what I have to cling to when I fear that my kids aren't learning anything. Now with that in mind, we are still heading full force with our plans to homeschool next year. And today's show will have a lot of resources and ideas and goals that we have come up with over the past several weeks. And we'll eventually have to whittle it down. But this is our current master list.
today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash smithical. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Audiobooks are a staple in our homeschool. What easier way to listen to them than through Audible? My kids are currently listening to the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which they never would have read from a book on their own. Kill two birds with one stone and support this podcast and get yourself set up for a 30-day free trial. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash smithical. The school year for all homeschoolers in Pennsylvania begins on July 1. This means that anything the boys do beginning July 1st is counted toward their credits. If they visit a museum, read a book, are part of a theatrical production, I put it in their portfolio. So whatever Rowan does beginning July 1st of this year, I will count toward his credits in his subjects. Now his least favorite subjects are math and English, so we will get to those last. But his favorite subject is science. I'm going to let him take the reins on that and help guide him on finding ways that he can learn all about either the biology of exotic birds, ornithology in general, or as he stated in the show a few weeks ago, going a totally different route and doing astronomy again. We need to cover a full credit of science, which is 120 to 180 hours of work in the school year. There are so many ways that he can do some of these things hands-on. If he goes the ornithology or exotic bird route, he can volunteer in an animal rescue league, or there is an exotic bird rescue down in Pittsburgh that he can volunteer his time for or take classes through them. We are also going to look at some online courses, and there's a wonderful website called mooc.org, which is spelled M-O-O-C, which stands for Massive Open Online Courses. And they're described as free online courses available for anyone to enroll. They provide an affordable and flexible way to learn new skills, advance your career, and deliver quality educational experiences at scale. So these are great for adding to your credit for any kind of course you wanna take on the high school level. If you're going to get a certification towards your um, professional degree, you do need to pay a small price for them. But when you're using them as a high school credit or part of a credit, they're free. And you can take them at your own pace or you can take them as the professors and teachers offer them. So we have a lot of different options for his science, and I feel that he is going to take the reins and just go with it. So I will provide all the resources he needs, and he'll just dive in and learn anything he wants to. There's a ton of stuff on YouTube as well. I do not scoff at YouTube as being a teacher. He has learned everything he's learned so far about birds from YouTube channels. Of course, you have to monitor where they're getting the information. Um, I do trust him right now, and I do follow what he watches, and so far he's stayed within the limits of what we think is appropriate for his learning style. Moving on to uh, physical education, he is a very active child and plays soccer throughout the school year. He plays through Butler clubs, soccer clubs, and also with the local high school. He will try out for soccer at the local high school in the fall. We do attend a gym class once a week, 
And there are plenty of resources out there that I will link to in the show notes for health and diet studies. Again, you can find um, online courses and lessons through the MOOCs um, website as well to understand um, health and wellness at a dietary level, but also how he can grow as a healthy individual. Those courses are very readily available online. One thing that I want him to spend a lot of time with in his ninth grade year is building interests in other areas of his life. Podcasts are an amazing way to find this. There are some really fun podcasts geared towards kids, high school kids, and adults. Um, There's some really great ones uh, about history, things that you never learned in history class, perhaps. Um, I will link to some of our favorites. Another um, online resource for that are TED Talks. I think TED Talks are very inspirational. And we watched one this week on how to tie your shoes correctly. And it got us talking and thinking about other things that we're just doing or taking for granted. Um, It opens up a lot of conversation within our family when we start listening to TED Talks that are both inspirational and educational. So those are the platforms that I'm going to be giving him time every week to explore topics and things that he can think about. As a 14-year-old, actually he'll be 15 by the time he starts, um, student, I think it's very important that he starts learning life skills. These do not count towards credit towards his high school, but it's just a great time for him to learn organization and time management, money management, checkbook balancing, understanding how taxes work, And then obviously the typical cooking classes, how to purchase the right food within a budget, essentials for living on one's own. Some of the other things that we're going to be using besides MOOCs, the Four Dummies books are are very good at basic outlines of subjects. If you don't know something, go find the Four Dummies book, checkbook balancing, Four Dummies. You can find these books anywhere at the library. You can find them online, Amazon. They're really easy to find. They have a lot of these things that you can find to supplement your curriculum. For English this year, I think I'm going to try to open up an interest in him to enjoy literature in film. So that's what we're gonna be focusing on is literature in film and theater. I'm going to allow him to choose a time in history that he wants to focus on this year. And we're gonna find documentaries on those as well. Um, There's plenty of podcasts about historical things from teachers and people who are passionate about history that I hope to find ways to teach him these things um, instead of sitting and reading from a textbook. I think that he'll enjoy and enjoy learning about it more if he's listening to it or watching something on Netflix or some kind of documentary. For arts and humanities, since he's been playing violin for several years, um, he is going to begin watching symphonies. So we'll probably become members or subscribers to the local symphony, and we'll go see the symphony orchestras throughout the year. We do a lot of theater in our family since we run a theater company. So he's been exposed to a lot of theater, both backstage and on the stage. So he'll continue with that. Um, I'm not really worried about his arts and humanities because we are a arts and humanities family and he's exposed to many different kinds of it. We have not made a decision yet on math. We've been doing Khan Academy, which is a fantastic resource for learning all levels of math, all the way through 
higher education. So I think it's a great resource for him and that's what I'm leaning towards, but I'm open to looking at different resources for him just because he's not loving it and I want him to understand that math can be a really cool subject. We do have um, co-op resources in our area that do teach science and math. That is another way that we are looking to teach him the higher level science or math classes. Um, we just have to look into them a little bit more. But overall, these are everything that we're using so far to look into creating his entire ninth grade um, year next year. And I'm excited to get started. So for the next couple of months, I'm going to hone all of these subjects and resources down. And I have to put them into the school district by June 30th. So perhaps I will update you on our entire school uh, subjects for next year at the end of June or sometime in July this year. If you need any further information about the topics or the curriculums that I talked about in this episode, they're linked in the show notes, which you can find at smithical.com. So thank you for walking with me and my family as we prepare to tackle this big thing called high school at home. In the meantime, we have to finish out this current school year. Only two months more to go. Two weeks from today, we begin our next series in the Smithically Speaking podcast. Tune in to this Friday's Smithical Snippet for a preview of our next topic. Until next time. <laughs>